0: Welcome to Ear for Fear. I'm Donovan. And I'm Rick. And this is the podcast where we talk about scary movies or movies trying to be scary. Uh, Today, you and I are going to be talking about 2016's
1: Better Watch Out. I guess this will be our uh, Christmas episode. Uh, Before you and I jump into it, let's do a quick uh, synopsis. Uh, On a quiet and upscale suburban street, a babysitter must defend a 12-year-old boy from intruders only to find out it's far from a normal home invasion. All right man so uh better watch out 2016 uh neither you or i had watched this or seen this before um you recommended it I said, hey, let's do a Christmas episode, and I think, I don't know, I mean, did you go through several different movies and go, hey, let's check this one out, because it had a like a decent score or something like that, or on, like Rotten Tomatoes or something?
0: Well, I wanted to see what other movies there were besides like Gremlins, like ones that I can think off at of the top of my head, so I just Googled, yeah, you know, Christmas horror movie. There's like a lot more than I thought there was when I was looking
1: at other ones, too, like ones I hadn't even heard of. They all um, look
0: like B-movies, too
1: yeah a lot of them do yeah um yeah I mean offhand, like what silent night, dead of night, black Christmas, you know those are seem to be i think Christmas evil, I think is one, you know, yeah, there's a bunch of other ones, like they're but.
0: all puns, like the the title came first, and then yeah. they wrote the movie around it, yeah. yeah probably yeah so so you so I
1: remember um I remember watching the trailer for this in 2016 and then I thought it looked okay. And then I just forgot about it, which seems to happen a lot with, with me because I watch a lot of trailers. I love movie trailers. Um and I just forgot about it. And then you 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 mentioned it. I remember and then I watched the trailer again. I'm oh yeah, I remember this. You know, I didn't I hadn't seen it, but um, you know, looked interesting. So so here we are. It's our our Christmas Christmas episode.
0: Yeah, and it's cool that we're not doing a movie that maybe a lot of other people would be doing. I don't think so. Because I, you know, it's funny you say you watched the trailer for this. I've never heard of this movie until I just happened to assemble it on Google a few weeks back. So, you know, like, uh, this flew under my radar for sure. Um, like, I think another movie that came out around the similar time is like Krampus. That's something that yeah. more people are probably going to know just because that uh, idea is also more like entrenched in like this alts like reality of Christmas type of thing, you know, where you've got like St. Nicholas as like a monster more or less. Yeah. So that Krampus, and I know you and I have debated a little bit, not, not on a, not on a podcast episode, but
1: I really enjoy that movie that, that, that I enjoyed it when it came out. I've watched it since actually I just watched it. I think last week, Um, that's a funny, well, that's been... a fun movie. And I love some of the special effects. I love the actors are great. There's some humor. I mean, it's, it's, Again, right up my alley because I love stuff like that. It's 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 kind of cheesy and campy, right? I I gravitate towards those types of movies. You know, it's got to be still a good movie, or I'm just going to be uninterested. And I always thought Krampus was good.
0: Yeah, I know you like it a lot. Um, There's like this factor that I've been trying to explain that just it's missing in Krampus, so the movie doesn't entirely work for me. I'm trying to learn how to articulate that type of thing. I'm not quite there yet, but I'm sure at some point we'll do a Krampus episode because, you know, it'd be pretty fun to talk about it. We've talked about it off mic about how much you like it and how much like it doesn't work for me. So, you know, that's like a dot, dot, dot episode. You know, we'll probably revisit it at some point. Yeah. Some other Christmas then, episode. You know? Yeah. And then by then, maybe I'll figure just what about that movie doesn't work for me. and I'll be sure. able to explain it better. Yeah. Um, but for this one, we it's better. Watch out. Uh, not any of the big ones like Gremlins, Krampus, et cetera, or all the, no. the B movies. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's not. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I didn't want to spend time on like a movie with like a 50% RT score. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see if there was like a movie that people thought was good. You know, it's was like, you know, it's like, like consensually it's good. And this was that movie. And then we watched it. Uh, and it starts off like <laughs> bad and I would... Oh, do we have to say spoilers, by the way? Yeah, we'll just start off with spoilers. Yeah, because um, we're going to spo- spoil this. And, and if anyone who
1: hasn't seen it, I think maybe our... stop it and go watch it and then come back. You know,
0: My quick rundown is it's worth your time. Go ahead and watch it if you're looking for you know, this type of I, movie. Yeah, I would say. Uh, I, OK, so this is funny. With, with, and we didn't talk about it after I, we watched it last night.
1: I like this movie and I hated it all at the same time. And, and it's going to be hard for me to kind of, to, to, to explain why and maybe it won't.
0: Um, no, cause I already know where you're going to go with this and it's yeah. like, I understand your point because I felt that way about other movies in the past. Um, but th- that would be spoiler territory. So quick rundown. Yeah. Would you recommend this movie? I would say if you have never seen it, check it out.
1: I just don't think it's a, again, it's up to the, to the, um, to the listener or the viewer who watches a movie on whether they would watch it again. I would never watch this again. It doesn't mean I didn't like it. I, I liked it and I felt it was entertaining, but I felt it was, I wasn't sure what it was trying to be at times. Like at the beginning of the movie, it was very funny and comedic and then it got really dark. And so it's like, you know, I love I love when you throw humor into a horror movie. I love it, um, but then it's like they got away from it
0: and got kind of like I don't know, man. Like it got pretty dark. And it's funny you have this like same criticism of Shaun of the Dead because Shaun of the Dead starts off as like a like a strict black comedy and then at the very end it gets you know yeah pretty serious. You're, you're right it's a movie but, we
1: haven't talked about and I do like Shaun of the Dead. Now it's not my favorite Edgar Wright movie. Hot Fuzz would be that, um, but Shaun of the Dead is a great. It's a great horror movie. It's a great movie. But yes, it is. It's very funny, very comedic, and then very end it gets super dark. And it's like, ah oh, man, I don't. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I see. I don't like that. I want it to kind of stay on a path and kind
0: of follow it. And the first act features like a pretty dramatic tone shift, and it only gets like progressively darker as the movie goes on. So if you're not okay with that, I think you're going to find this movie very uncomfortable. I'm, 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 I'm blinking on other movies that do this type of thing. Um, So I can't give you like a, like a, like a nice analogy, but this movie does start off, you know, jokey, jokey, and then it becomes, you know, like hardcore, uncomfortable murder time. So So, it it, it starts off very cliche, right? Like, you know uh, yeah you've got like the mom who's like a jerk to the dad you've got like the awkward teenager who's you know looking to get laid you know yeah, like there's like yeah. throwbacks to like 80s and 90s movies with like some of the humor choices that they use and the character tropes that they use um and then it quickly turns into something more modern in the way that it's kind of playing with the genre and uh our expectations so yeah uh, we'll talk about that yeah um yeah very
1: much so i mean a lot of the tropes there you know the 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 kid yeah like you said he's you know he's what 12 going on 13 he's horny he's trying to you know he he his his babysitter's coming over she's you know she's what probably 17 18 i don't know i'm guessing very pretty he has a thing for her you know she's been watching him since what he's been seven or eight i think i think something like that you know that yeah the dad's kind of dorky the mom's kind of a you know, an a-hole. You got the kind of nerdy friend who smokes pot, you know, a lot of, a lot of cliche trope stuff happening here. Um, Yeah. You know, let's run down before we kind of, you know, talk about it a lot. Let's run down the characters. We got Luke is the main boy. He's the 12 year old um, played by Levi Miller. Um, Ashley is played by, and I'm probably going to butcher this, Olivia DeJong. And Garrett is played by, which is Luke's friend, uh, Ed Oxenbold. I knew I knew this kid. Him and Ashley, the babysitter, were in The Visit. And that Shauhan's The Visit. I knew I, they looked familiar. They're just older. Um, and then uh, character Ricky, uh, Jeremy, those, are, those would be Ashley's kind of boyfriend and ex-boyfriend. The dad is played by Patrick uh, Warburton. Everyone knows him from Seinfeld, Family Guy, Rules of Engagement, and uh, Virginia Mattson plays the mom. She, she of course was in Candyman. That's pretty much the the main, you know, the main characters, right? I mean, I don't think we're missing anybody.
0: Then we talk about like Ricky and Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't, uh, Jeremy's
1: played by, I, you know, I, I didn't write his name down. I should have uh, the, the actor's name. I guess he's in stranger things, but I only watched the first season of stranger things. So I couldn't tell you who he is. Um, but yeah, Jeremy's the ex-boyfriend. Ricky's the current boyfriend. We know Ashley is moving away. I guess her parents is her, is her parents moving to Pennsylvania or something like that. I, I can't dude, remember.
0: I thought she was just moving for college. Oh,
1: oh. <laughs> Really? I see. I thought they were moving. (laughs) I thought they were moving like out of like the area, like the parents, but you could be right. I mean, it makes sense. She's that age, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And so, you know, uh, mom and dad are going out. Uh, Luke, I guess, needs a babysitter. And now he's got this plan. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make my move on her because this is the last chance I get. Mm -hmm. She's moving away in a few days. I think, I think that's what was happening. I think they were in the process of packing and moving away.
0: Yeah. What's the, What's the uh, friend's name again? Garrett. Garrett. Thank you. Um, so yeah, uh, there's mention of like a plan uh, to scare her in some way. It's kind of alluded to. We also get little flags like Garrett is scratching the his back. We know he's a pothead. Um, we also get like the womb device under, what's the main kid's name? Luke. Luke. Yeah. Luke's bed. And then we, we get like a, another allusion to him, you know, sleepwalking. So, you know, the parent or the mom will go ahead and talk to the babysitter at some point and say, make sure the pencil on the doorknob <laughs> is, you know, just so, you know, so we know if he's sleepwalking or not. What what was the purpose of the pencil? Is that just so it falls and it makes a noise? Yeah. But could you do that with something? I, I, that's weird to me. I don't you know. You could also use like a hair, you know, like any number of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just, it's a device for us. You yeah. know, whether or not he sleepwalks or it's more for them. Right. And, and, and that doesn't really yeah. factor in the movie too much, but it is like a little backstory. we'll that will be explained later on. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, uh, the babysitter uh, arrives. We get introductions to the, the father and the mother through her in a way. She has some like pretty like homophobic humor that I wasn't a huge p- a fan of. Um, with like Patrick oh, the, Warburton, yeah, the mom, yeah, yeah, like talking about whether or not he's like filleted a guy, yeah, when he was like younger, just because he likes ornaments, and it's like, well, anyone can like ornaments, yeah. A he's, in a, he's in a Christmas, I mean, what's, yeah, yeah. And I was like, this doesn't work for me, but I'm not sure this is like a trope they're playing into, and they're going to like mess with later turns out they don't do that no so like i'm just like well why is it here in the first place yeah you know i kind of feel like we kind of like stopped doing this stuff with like cabin in the woods like 20 years ago (laughs) i don't know (laughs) yeah um so that's kind of there i'm not into that and then you know they leave and then it's just luke and the babysitter what's the babysitter's name ashley Ashley. yeah because garrett I think
1: Garrett Lee supposedly goes home, you know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, this is Luke and Ashley. Now this is him trying to do whatever to make his move on her. He's, he's, he's at, he has a crush on her. He's infatuated with her.
0: Yeah. It's um. so there's also another scene with like a, um like an SUV as she's pulling into the, you know, the, 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 the house. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know their last name, like Luke's, last name i don't remember so like uh into that residence and there's like a black suv that kind of seems like it's following her but that never comes into play later on so it's that's and that's what's funny it's like yeah at the very beginning she's
1: on the phone she's driving and she's on her phone talking to her mom and And yeah, she almost hits a cat and then there's a SUV following her, but that never comes. Like, we never see that the rest of the movie. Like, what is that? And that's only for us to believe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a red herring for us to believe in the home invasion, but that's only for us. It's not for her. So why is it there in the first place? If it's not going to, you know, like add into this home invasion story, because that's only for her. You know, so it's like, why is now we're talking about it? That served no purpose. And it it was a giant waste of time and money. It was a a waste (laughs) of time. I think it's just to plant that seed for us to, for us to believe that
1: this, this invasion, quote unquote, invasion is, is true. It's like, like it
0: needed to be Ricky's car or something, you know, but like at that point, like he, like Ricky's not a stalker. He actually genuinely cares about Ashley. We'll talk about that later. So like, it's, The only other thing it could be is, like, oh, the person's just literally making a left turn. But, like, the car was, like, stopped. There was no stop sign. So, yeah, the the huge waste. All right. Now now I'm a little (laughs) mad. That loses a point in my book. Um, So, you know, we get, like, literally 20 minutes of uh, Luke just putting the moves on Ashley and it's like kind of uncomfortable. A it little is, bit. No, it's not just kind of, it's like hardcore. Okay. I was trying to be nice. Like the, the, like obviously the kid is uh, trying way too hard and it's very uncomfortable. And I think that's the point of the character. And we're going to like have a heel turn later on in the movie. So it's, it's, it's fine. You know, like he's, it makes she, sense. She's like constantly saying like, you know, I've known you since you were eight you're only 12 and he's like, I'm turning 13. Doesn't matter. He's like doing alcohol and he's supposed to be like this good kid. So it kind of shocks her. And that's another, another seed we're going to get into later on is, you know, him sort of peeling away uh, expectations that people have of him or their perception of him, Yes, which is good. Um, And it it goes on for a really long time. And then we're also getting seeds of a home invasion type of scenario because we've get, Getting like the back door is like, you know, being open when it before it was previously closed and locked. Like someone's like coming in the house. Yes. There's silhouettes at the window. You yeah, know, there's we, like we
1: get a we get a random pizza delivery when she never even ordered it. Mm-hmm. We get telephone calls. No one's there. You know the the typical stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, like you know, like someone's messing with them for some unknown reason. Sure, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, this would
1: would be all the all the ingredients of a of
0: you know, yeah. a home invasion or and then, something. Then, get, so that goes on for 20 minutes, right? Um, we're getting set up with like the, the breaking down of Luke's character as people see him. And, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's true. Like he's like, he's 12 years old, but apparently he's dabbled with alcohol, you know? So we're, we're already getting like layers of this character that are being peeled back. Now we think it's in a, like an awkward way. Yeah. Like, Oh yeah. He's just a kid. who's just trying to pretend to be cool. But we'll get into that a little bit later of how that's kind of like, again, flip onto its head and just, you know, like literally just like 20 minutes from now. So Garrett shows up and, you know, he's a pothead, you know, he shows up like, Hey man, how's the thing going? <laughs> right. Uh, how, how are you kids going on? Um, but we don't know why he's here other than just to like, you know, be, uh, the, the awkward friend. Like, so if, if you haven't figured out the twist that's going to happen and there's, kind of like two right mm. the first one being um we'll, we'll talk about in a second the choice is you know like why would garrett be here it's so he dies right due to the home invasion and that's sensibly what happens they get like a break thrown in saying that if you leave you all die garrett freaks out he runs out and then he gets shot um it doesn't sound like, like a gun but if you're like oh yeah this is like a silenced gun. That's what what it sounded like. Yeah, like it had a silencer on it. Right. So now you think like how many people are out there if they have like, you know, multiple angles on the house and we think someone's inside the house. So there's got to be at least two people. And then, you know, we see Garrett's body, it's not moving, so Yeah, he's we, dead.
1: we basically see, like, like, a leg, right? Like yeah, a foot or a shoe with, or like, something. his
0: weed socks. And so, <laughs> like, the movie's, like, playing into this idea, like, oh, yeah, like, he got shot in the shoulder. He's going to save the day, like, an hour into the movie. We know how this movie plays out, right? Um, so now it's just Ashley and Luke, and they're in the house, and they're just kind of like, okay, look, I've got the solution. It's the gun in my parents' bed. I'm going to go get that. And now the movie is like, how do we get that without being found out? Because there's a guy upstairs with a shotgun. Um, And so we get like an attic scene where they're running away from this guy. And then Luke like kind of like conveniently gets the gun really easily Right. and, then, and they're know, making
1: a ton of noise ton of noise and, and and this is when i paused it and i and i turned to you and i said dude this isn't this is a yeah. set, this
0: is a setup man and obviously there's enough like legwork here to like yeah, yeah
1: the phone phones don't work all of a sudden garrett's cell phone doesn't work he you know luke accidentally throws ashley's cell phone in the aquarium the computer wi-fi doesn't dude it's like all these things it's yeah like,
0: yeah and if you remember at the very beginning of the movie where it's luke and garrett talking on the bed before like any of stuff happens it's like you know how do you get a you know girl attracted to you it's you know making her scared so at this point you know we 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 find out a few minutes before ashley does that this is obviously a setup by luke um because even had the opportunity to like quote unquote shoot the home invader which i mean if if we want to talk about like movies like don't breathe you know like Mm -hmm. if someone has like a gun basically in all of like the states you can like legally shoot that person it would be within their right to murder this guy, basically. Obviously, that doesn't happen. And so, like, there's enough of these, like, pieces, like, okay, things are weird here. And then Ashley sees that Garrett is wearing a mask. It's Garrett. So, like, like, this home invader is wearing this mask that he was wearing in, like, a ski photo. And so, like, it's like, oh, that's Garrett. Garrett, take off your mask. He's, like, scratching his back, like, Garrett. (laughs) And so, yeah, she's, like, pissed. And then she's, like, you know, this is so pathetic. And then we get our. Get our actual twist. Um, Luke hits her, knocks her down the stairs, and then she wakes up and she's, you know, like bound to a chair with duct tape. Yeah. Yep. And so, like, now we get Luke is basically a sociopath like type, type of character. He's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, like now this is all just like a big game to him. And he can, he just have like carte blanche. He can do whatever he wants. Um, And that's basically where the movie goes for like the next hour Yeah. You know, act one is yeah, done pretty much yeah We're, we don't have a home invasion movie now it's kind of like dealing with you know this character who's ostensibly like in control and will do anything like any idea that he gets into his brain and so now it's we've got like the gun um like th- when does that go off uh we have you know this attraction to ashley so are we going to go into like it's uncomfortable obsession
1: like this it's it's beyond an attraction it this is uh i mean this is like he's he's literally obsessed with her and 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 anyone that likes her dated her whatever it gets in his way you know he is going to he's going to do something um he's yeah i mean it's just uh, oh man I mean, you know, Garrett, Garrett, Garrett at this point is he's questioning everything, but, you know, Luke's his best friend and, and he's, he's basically Luke's puppet. And, you know, he, he does whatever Luke says, Um, you know, Luke threatens him a few times, you know, all these other things. I think he knows this is all bad. We shouldn't be doing this. This is all about scaring her. And now this is, this has gone off the rails here. You know, yeah. I don't think he realizes like, you know, yeah, Luke's his best friend, but he doesn't know this other side of Luke. You know, Luke, Luke hides it very well. He manipulates, he's great at it. And so, you know, yeah, it's, it's it, uh, this kid, I swear, man. And this is, I think, and I, and I know, you know why it pissed me off. It's like, like I get, I liked it and hate it at the same time. This kid is a is a crazy, like you said, sociopath piece of crap. And you want, not long after this, he ties Ashley up, you want him to die, you know? And and so as this is playing out, you're like, okay, kid, you're eventually going to get yours. (laughs) And, you know, so anyways, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but.
0: No, I'm sorry. So, yeah, we'll talk about that as we get to it. Um, So now the remainder of the movie is, um, How do we escape uh, Luke's, you know, trap and how do we uh, stop him? How do we remove the gun from his hand is kind of like the pressing issue, right? Because that's what, how do I unbound myself and how do I get the gun? Um, Because like the gun can go off at any time and that's when things get like really serious because right now it's just a kid being really, really stupid and, you know, I don't know, like, like, you? like there's a way to come back from the situation right now. Yeah. And we're not at that point where it's, you know, unsalvageable. But, uh, you know, we play like a truth or dare game and then we get, you know, we get our only like touch of like sexual like assault, which I thought the movie might go further with that considering like his entire plan was to like, you know, quote unquote, get laid. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he touches her breast. You know, it's unwa- it's unwarranted, it's unwanted, right? You know, it's yeah. like the movie doesn't like play we, in
1: what I'm what I'm glad about
0: is we didn't see it. It's yeah. a, it's
1: implied, but we didn't see it because again, you know, a early, less, yeah. a lesser
0: movie would have showed it yeah. and that would have been like super like we just had like a few months ago, like that French movie with like uh like the dancing like tweens. you know what I mean? You know what we were talking about? Which one? The one we did? No, we didn't do this. It wasn't a oh. horror movie. Oh. Uh Which one? I don't remember what oh. the title was, but there was like a controversy a while back because there was like sexualizing like twelve year olds oh. in film. You you haven't heard anything about this? No, nah, you know me. I don't. I, I don't. Right. I don't follow news <laughs> well, and stuff. We and... won't talk about it. Yeah, it's well, not, not. This really, not. really isn't our place. Yep. but you know, like so. Is it to say like that could have been, you know, like territory the movie could have gone in, and it doesn't. Yeah, I'm glad know, it didn't. We're right. so like we already know this is like a terrible thing. We don't really need to see it. Um, but we do see their faces and yeah, it's about as bad as you, as the movie, um, implies it to be, you know, like kudos to the movie. Um, so then we get, uh, you know, like the truth and dare scene, that's part of it. And then the gun is all like, and you know, like the gun is like the main thing here, right? Yeah, Cause you don't he, want him to use yeah. the gun, but he keeps like pointing the gun. Like the trigger has been cocked. He has no trigger discipline. Like the, his fingers like on the trigger the entire time. I'm just like waiting for this gun to go off. turns out like it's not going to go off because there's no bullet in it. And we'll find out that later on. Yeah, Do you think, do you think Um, that, um, I have a question. Do you think that we know he's
1: probably been, you know, crazy for a while, right? A sociopath for a while. Do you think that this was his big kind of like, like maybe over time, you know, um, like usually with sociopaths, you hear that they start out small, you know, they, they, they take, you know, they kill animals and and then they, they move their way up. Do you think that this was his moving his way up? Like this was the big thing here, you know, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm obsessed with her. And so he wasn't, you know, or do you think like he had maybe over time had did similar stuff, but not to this magnitude because he seemed in control most times. And seemed like he knew what he was doing. There were times where you could tell he wasn't in control, like when uh when Ricky, you know, Ricky eventually comes to the house and he pees his pants and he, you know, he freaks out, Oh my God, you know, my mom's gonna kill me because there's it smells like pee or there's
0: urine. And then
1: when yeah, Garrett like I d- mean,
0: on that point it's just because it 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 creates a narrative that he can't account for. That's why he got pissed. Okay. Yeah. It's not part of it because he's planned this out. Right. It's part of his plan. So. I think he planned out for multiple scenarios. I think he planned out where he was successful with Ashley. And then I'm pretty sure he even knew it was that was pretty far-fetched. Because uh, he's not like entirely stupid, right? You no, can't be. No, he's a smart kid. Yeah, he's really smart. So I'm pretty sure he always expected it to fail. And then when it did fail, he would go into like this other fantasy he had, which mm. is just being entirely in control of his situation. And then more or less getting away with murder. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And he he did that through the guise of like helping Ashley, and then of course fulfilling his own need to be you know in control of Ashley because you know she's older than him. She's been his babysitter this whole time. She's been the one in control of the relationship. But now, as the movie progresses, he's the one in, in control. So I think he always had two plans, but really just one plan because there's no way the first plan would have ever worked, right? Yeah. And then you know, when as long as he had a way to explain this narrative where he was basically upstairs in bed, asleep the entire time, then he was good, right? Um, So now to your point, has he been thinking about this the entire time? Um, He's probably had known that he gets his thrills by manipulating people and then crafting a narrative around doing messed up stuff because as we'll find out in the truth and error scene, he killed the hamster and then lied about it and then he's also done other things and lied about it and got away with it. We're going to find that out a little bit later. But he's been able to, you know, manipulate a story that puts him and whoever, you know, he's with, like in trouble with, into a good light. Because he's done yeah. that with Garrett multiple times. He's done that with himself multiple times. Yes. We find out later on that sleepwalking isn't something that's actually done. It's just a, a means to explain something that they've done that's been messed where he, up. Where he's been caught. Because, like, yeah. I mean, I I think he talked about... He got
1: caught, him and Garrett got caught taking money out of his mom's purse. And so I think he blamed it on something else, like sleepwalking or something, I don't know, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I think they got in trouble at school or Garrett got, and he found a way. So he, he, you know, he's he's been doing this a while. And so he's been working his way up to something like this. And he thinks he's damn good at it. And he thinks he
0: can get away with whatever. Admittedly for a 12-year-old, yeah, he's really good. He is really good. Uh, In fact, he arguably wins, but we'll talk about it in a a second. Um, I think he loses, but we'll talk about that because I think it's just bait for a sequel. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Until then, um, we get the truth and dare scene, and this is where we get friction between Garrett and Luke. That's going to come into play later. And then we also get a a scene in the same scene, uh, Luke saying that, you know, he can't touch Ashley. Um, You know, we're just planting seeds for later on in the movie. Yes. And then, you know, we find out that uh, Luke has contacted Ricky to show up um but he con- he arrives 15 minutes early that kind of like throws a wrench into his plan yeah so he gets Ricky tied up you know by you know fighting with him by knocking him in the bat with a the back of the head with a bat and yeah. then they get into a kerfuffle and then he stabs him with a the pencil that which we knew his- was eventually in a cut co- like yeah. we knew the pencil was going to come into play at some
1: point it's a it's a you know, it's it's a it's a weapon. I mean, I we've seen it in several horror movies over the years. I mean, hell you know, Keanu Reeves and John Wick was, you know, um, very dangerous with a with a pencil. So we you know, we see in I think in Evil Dead. Um but yeah,
0: it was off Chekhov's pencil. We know that if a movie's going to like, you know, focus on an item, it's gonna it has to play into the movie yeah, later on. Foreshadow. The movie yeah. it, the movie fails on that with the SUV, right? But it does check that off with like the pencil and like the the womb machine or whatever, and all these other things, um so he stabs him, but and co- cheek, of course right? like yeah, yeah, of course, like all these things, like we don't know it at the time, and we're just like, oh shit, Luke's getting like further and further out of his like you know like is like th- th- like there's a point of no return at some point, and this is probably it now, um it, there's like a second person here, and we're like, okay, Luke, just pull it back a bit." Um, of course, like the movie is just going to like complete, uh, c- continue to escalate and escalate and escalate. Um, but yeah, now he's like stabbed a guy and he like hit them in the back of the head. Like that's like, like murder stuff. Yeah. So yeah, totally, man. And that's what kills me. Cause that was an aluminum bat. Do you hit, I think he hit him twice.
1: You hit someone in the back of the head with aluminum bat with any force. You're probably killing them. You're crushing their skull. No. You know but for the for the sake of the movie, yeah, I, I I don't know, maybe he I mean knocked him out. That's really it, you know, just enough to to tie him up and 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 sit him in a chair, tied up next to to Ashley.
0: Yeah, and so like Garrett also saves Luke because he's got the shotgun, um, and so like Luke able to then like get the final blow on on Ricky, you know, to the back of the head. They tie him up, and now it's Ashley and and Ricky, and of course we still have got the gun. It's funny is like they, they don't show the shotgun at all in any of these scenes, really. It's just kind of like hidden yeah. somewhere off screen. We don't know where. no it just kind of like shows up when it's convenient for the movie. But there's always that handgun, and as far as we know, it's loaded, and it's always cocked. And Sh- sure yeah, we're always waiting for it to go off. and now Ricky's in the picture. He's not really relevant to the story in so much as like he's a piece. so we're expecting Ricky to die, right yeah. um, and we're fitting him to die with a gun. Um, so now we're like in the scene with Ricky and Ashley and those other two kids, you know, Luke and Garrett, and we've got the gun and it's how now, how do we unbind ourselves but while not getting shot. And so, you know, like, of course, Luke is in control of the situation. We've got like, you know, Jeremy and we want Jeremy to come by. Um, uh, who's like the, you know, the ex-boyfriend, the ex-boyfriend yeah,
1: you know, and, 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 and we're, we're getting the you know uh and again i don't know if this is just because it's luke and luke has this thing for ashley you know we get the impressions that both current boyfriend and 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 ex-boyfriend are kind of douchebags you know and they kind of yeah but not so much ricky that they imply it but jeremy comes off like a total douchebag like
0: so they're they're really pushing that you know yeah um but i will say we mostly get like this through the you know like the perspective of uh of, of, of Luke so like Luke's obviously unreliable at this point yeah now we we have heard and like seen text messages or or fun conversation with like Ashley and Ricky you know but like that's like typical teenager stuff you know like she's moving away you know she's yeah. in town now and she's leaving soon so it's like you know we don't really know the full picture as for Jeremy being a dick well I mean sure you know he like, is the ex
1: he is the like, ex-boyfriend now
0: so. sample size of two like come on like it's not really enough um so like at this point we obviously don't trust luke anymore so like him like calling all of her boyfriends douches yeah and we also get ricky who shows up with like flowers yeah he's, he's concerned about her like this kid is saying she's not there well i last time i heard he was there so he's like pushing and going through like yeah he just wants to confirm everything's good you're telling yeah. me she's not here but unless of information while she was here and so you know obviously she's tied up he doesn't want her in or him in so you know and then like he eventually comes in and then we scenes with him and yeah Ashley and it's like oh this guy just seems like a like a kid he's down on his luck he's you know kind of wants to make up with Ashley and he does seem like a good guy you know for the most part yeah like I said like you said other than than
1: Luke wanting to do something you know harmful to the guy you know, I don't know, man, he's not like a I mean he's there, but he I don't know. You know, he's he's not like he's not like he's relevant but he's not relevant if that makes any sense. I didn't I didn't get like I didn't get, get 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 the feeling they really wanted to focus much on Ricky,
0: you know? Um Well, no, he's a he's a he's a pawn in the story, right? Yeah. Um the movie's going to sorry, the movie's going to take a turn and it's going to be with Ricky dying, right? So another seed that was planted in the beginning of the movie was if you've ever seen Home Alone, any of like the Home Alone traps would obviously just like murder like the actual robbers. Right now, they've actually done this on like quarter digital quarter crew where, you know, they kind of like joked around with this idea of like, what would the traps like actually do? So there's like an R rated version of like Home Alone that they did. If you ever want to check that on YouTube, go and check it out. Now, their video came out after this movie. So, um you know, if they weren't inspired by this movie, at least they're playing with the same idea. And so the the idea that Luke and Garrett were talking about is if you actually got hit with, like, a full pain can, paint can, like, would you just get, like, knocked back? Would your head just, like, pop? Yeah. And so they're going to test it with Ricky. And so that was planned at the beginning of the movie. And now we're going to play with it here. And so this is how Ricky, you know... Like, this is the scene with Ricky with a pink can. Yeah, where he meets his demise. You know, yeah. so Garrett, Garrett, we know, the this has gone
1: way too far. You know, Luke doesn't care. You know, Luke's no, he's having fun. He's having fun. He's crazy. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, you know, he, he tries it the one time, he misses. You know, and then we, we know Ashley had found a piece of glass, so she's slowly been cutting out, you know, the duct tape in the process. I think she's cut herself once or twice. But she finally for the most part gets away. I think, I think maybe there's still some tape on one arm or something like that. Anyways, she grabs the gun, you know, uh, runs to where, uh, runs to where, you know, Garrett, Ricky and Luke are, which is kind of the entryway of the house. You know, he Luke's on top of the stairs where he's throwing the can down. And, and so, and so she points the gun, of course, you know, Luke just goes along with it, throws the can and,
0: so i work he actually dies before she points the gun at him uh, she was gonna shoot him uh,
1: i thought it was around that time though Uh,
0: oh you know maybe she was like she has a gun because luke knows and it's yeah
1: luke Luke knows she's not gonna do anything because there's no bullets in the gun and he's going to continue to do this now so there wasn't a lot of you know there's not a lot of deaths in this movie but did you feel a little i don't know slighted that we didn't get to see the death or were you fine with what we saw yeah, no, I didn't want to see that. I didn't want to see his <laughs> head. I I, no, I I don't know. I think I wanted to see a little more.
0: I mean, it was okay, but... I think it was more effective for me to not see it. To not see it. I mean, yeah. we we get enough with the sound design yeah. and like the paint splatter with the blood and then the blood oozing down. I could see that. I mean, I could see what you're saying. To
1: me, I wanted to see a little more. I didn't. I didn't have to see the head like splattering or anything. Maybe I wanted to see more of the aftermath of it other than just the paint, but... I mean, I could go either way on it. I, I mean, you know, but to me personally, I guess I kind of wanted to see a little more.
0: But yeah, so Ricky's dead. Head is is smashed. Uh, yeah. And of course, it's always important to note uh, when the character is introduced and, you know, they have the potential to save our main character. You know, we can look at that character as like an opportunity for an out. And know that out's been taken away from us because now he's dead. So now it's just Ashley again. And we know we've already got the seed for Jeremy. Jeremy's going to show up at some point. We don't know anything about Jeremy, so like no. Jeremy's really her like. If she gets like 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 knocked out again, tied up again, it's really just Jeremy there to save her. If not, then it's like she yes. basically loses everything, right? Yes, and I think she eventually gets outside.
1: There's a struggle with her and 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 Garrett. Uh, I think she kind of you know she kind of beats Garrett's ass a little bit, and then she starts making her way because she hears carolers. Uh, you know it's Christmas time. Here's carolers next door. So she makes her way down a little path and then she gets a brick to the head and gets knocked out again. So she's just there. You know, you can, you can just about, I'm just about going to get away. And then, yeah, no, I mean, it's again, a trope, right? You know, I've seen this in several movies. Um, But so she's now tied up again. um, And, uh, you know,
0: she's, she's taken a beating right so far. I mean, you know, I mean a brick to the back of the head. You're like dead, but you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she's like ultra tied up. She's got tape like cocooned around her along with like, is this where like, he wrapped her, Yeah. Like yeah. Christmas
1: lights. He wrapped her up with Christmas lights. And then I think Jeremy eventually shows up. Yeah. We, like I said, the, you know, he's, I think he's get, trying to get the nerve to go talk with her. So he's down in a beer. He's not sure what to expect. You know, he's down in a beer. He goes around the back, he, you know, he's got the hat on. I think, I don't know, backwards. He He kind of, they are conveying that he is kind of a bit of a, you know, D bag, man. I, I don't know. I don't know the guy's full story, but so, you know, Luke, uh, Luke, uh, Luke confronts him, I guess they're outside in the back, you know, Hey, she's inside. But before you come in, you know, here's a patent paper, write down a, you know, you want to apologize. And, and Ashley said, you, you know why.
0: And so the movie at this point, because Ricky's dead and then Garrett's freaking out, you know? Luke says he's got a way to explain all of it. Yeah. And this is his way to explain all of it. Sure. me to quote unquote, like confess to everything. Yeah. And then him and Garrett are good. Um, now like Garrett was pretty much always going to die. Right. Um, Garrett's obviously still alive now, but if Garrett has like doubts at all for someone like Luke, then they become like, uh, like a problem. So Garrett has already shown that he's not cool with the, some of the stuff that's happened as, as far back as like the truth and dare game. So we know like, we know like that pin is going to drop too. So we, we've got like two questions. When does Garrett die and when does Ashley escape or die? Right. And then now we've got Jeremy here. When, how, how does he kill Jeremy? So now we've got like three little things that are like sort of teetering on the edge for us when it comes to like, you know, like expectations in the movie. Um, and so like Jeremy shows up, he can't go inside the house. He pulls him into the back and he like, knocks into like this catapult yeah and that's yeah. where they, they originally like, thrown in the brick that said if you leave you die mm-hmm. right so we're like seeing these little pieces that luke has kind of like had prepared like obviously in advance so you know if he's basically like if you haven't like put it together like luke is always like this crazy mastermind he's like thought of everything and he's really planned this out mm-hmm. you know what what kills me it's like
1: and we know it's a movie Okay, we know it's a movie, so we we throw you know we 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 just have to uh, you know we just have to assume everything's gonna you know um, you know uh, happen according to plan, and, and you know because again it's a movie, but I mean the odds of everything coming together <laughs> is very difficult. I mean, but he it seemed like everything everything he he gets Jeremy to write this this sorry, which you know. He then, he then basically wraps a noose around Jeremy and with the lawn, the, the, the rideable lawnmower hangs the guy. And then now you got this, this, this note, which looks almost like a suicide note, right? So all of these things are playing out, you know, that they're, they're I, I, I assume, you know, you had plan a, which had like a 1% chance of working and plan B, which is what he's been doing, you know, had a 99% chance, you know? so he's he's going through with everything and then but in the meantime you know Ashley's playing Garrett a little bit because you can tell Garrett you know Gar- Garrett's not on board but he's also a kid got hormones. Ashley's very pretty so she's playing on that and so you know she's finally getting to a point where uh she's I, she,
0: I don't even think that that's it honestly no? I think at that point it's like Luke has obviously lied to me in the past um he's gone way too far. I think like a murder and a second murder is too much for like for me. But hold on, let me, I
1: but I'll argue that and I'll tell right. you why I would argue that. Right. Why else did he kiss her on the cheek?
0: Um no, I'm not saying that doesn't play into a part at all. I think that's a big
1: part of it. Because all these all this thing has been happening and Garrett still goes along with it even though he knows because mm-hmm. because again Luke manipulates him and he bullies him. And so so I think Ashley, Ashley is playing on that, you know, mm. that's, that's what I, that's how I took it. Now okay. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but okay. yeah. So, so he goes to start untying her and then he, yeah, he gives her that little peck on the cheek. Well, then Luke sees this and Luke flips out, man. No one can touch her or anything. And yeah, you see and he, you know, it's like, you see these different sides to him, but then when that happened, it was like this other side, you know, like this super extreme jealous obsessed side. Not that we haven't seen that before,
0: but this is like to another level. Well, it's also the first time he kills someone just because he got, he lost control or he got like angry. Right. Yeah. So, cause I don't think he wanted
1: to kill Garrett. He didn't, but because you kissed her, touched her, I have to now, you know, and he, he there's the shotgun shows up and he shoots Garrett, I think twice, right? Shoots him the one time he's still alive. And, and you can kind of tell, That Luke is a little bit remorseful for like a second, then kills him. And then it's not, though, man. The kid
0: just, again, I guess a, a, a,
1: a typical sociopath, right?
0: Well, yeah. I, I don't, I don't really talk like talking about sociopaths, even though I brought it up in psychopaths because I don't know enough to talk about it. And I think like the general consensus is like this really is like some weird spectrum. I don't know. I don't know enough about it to talk about it at length, but I don't really like saying stuff. So I've been trying like ever since I said it to not, to not. away from it, but I mean, but like, let's so, say like, so like Luke at this point is, you know, I think I actually think that he was more pissed off at Garrett because now it's a wrinkle in his plan and he didn't account for having to kill Garrett mm. and him to be swayed so now by he has Ashley. To, now and yeah. so now he has to deal with this. And that's why he was like saying pissed off and saying like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Uh, and so then, so not even that he has to kill his
1: friend. It's just that he screwed up his plan.
0: Yeah, that's that was my impression of it. Mm. But, you know, if you have a different reading of it, like you did no. with like, you know, like the, yeah. the Garrett stuff, because I think I think you're right on that one. Um, So that that was my reading of that. So now, like, how do I count for like Garrett being dead now? Of course, he's got, like, the perfect out, right? I mean, he already has it. Like, it's just Jeremy. <laughs> it's yeah. it's just, just Jeremy's already dead. <laughs> he's already apologized for everything. And so now he just has to, like, put all these pieces together. And so now it's just him and Ashley, right? Yeah. Yeah, just him and Ashley. And now he can just hang out with her. You know what's funny, Dad, is um this movie's been... it's a, This whole movie kind of, like, hinges on just, like, the parents being out on a date. Um, So, like, all this happens really, really fast.
1: And it's There's like, no way all this. It's kind of
0: crazy how yeah. fast all this stuff happens, right? Yeah. It can't be more than a few hours.
1: Well, I would. I mean, yeah. What, what's a date? Uh, let's say. Let's say she gets there at six or seven. I. I, I just a normal time, right? And you get back at eleven. So, so we're saying uh, this is a span of five hours, maybe six, if we're being generous. There's no way all of this happens in that amount of time. It just doesn't. Yeah,
0: I just do like the mechanics of having to like clean stuff up, you know? Cause at one point they're cleaning like a rookie's blood up like off the floor yeah. upstairs and like doing that kind of stuff. Like at that point, I mean that's gonna take like an easy twenty, thirty minutes at least, right? Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah. I mean again, for the sake of the movie, we just have to, you know. Right. Uh, anyway, so just him and Ashley. You wanna talk about this one?
1: Yeah, so I mean they're sitting sitting on the couch and he's having conversation with her, and this is what So maybe you could, could maybe, I I don't know, chime in on this and let me know what you thought. You know, um, he tells a story about how, you know, his mom used to tuck him into bed and, and all these things. And then just one day she stopped and you could tell it's, it's really hurt him and damaged him. And Ashley says, she goes, well, I know why she did it. And then she just goes silent and he wants to know why. And she, and she won't say a word. Now, do you think she knew why or is this was just a fuck with him?
0: It doesn't matter, right? Because this entire movie is about Ben Luke being in control. And by giving by teasing him information that he doesn't know and then withholding mm. that information, now she has power over him. Ah, I get you. So it's removing his control over her, ah, right? Okay. He can't get her to say anything. You can't. If the only like threat is death, well, I win anyway. So he's, he's playing into like a checkmate and she, he, she, she just won. Um, And so at that point, you know, if he can't get the answer for her and this is, has to end at some point because his parents are coming home, well then I guess that's that.
1: And, 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 and like she had said, I think she had, I can't remember exactly what she said, but she said something like you are never going to let me leave. So I, you know, more than likely this, this is going to end with me dying. So I'm not going to tell you, even if I do know. And you, and it can eat away at you if it, if if you so choose, to let it, you know, do that. And then he comes around and puts a knife to the back of her head, uh, her neck, her neck. Yeah. So we just assume she is dead. Again, you know, seems a little. I don't know, like I said, man. I, you know, had the humor, and then it kind of got dark, and and now he's well.
0: At this point in the movie, it's also like he you know, now he just needs to clean up, dot all of his t's, right? Or. You know what I mean? Did he dot his teeth. Dot yeah, his teeth, like. cross his <laughs> eyes, and then <laughs> uh, just get everything, you know, in place and get himself back into bed like he's been asleep the whole time. And then he gets always got free, right? Yeah. And he's everyone a, is dead and he's having a great time doing all of this
1: great time. And, 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 and I'm sitting watching this and it's festering. I'm getting pissed off because he needs to die, you know, and now all of the. All of the, you know, all the people, you know, all the characters are basically dead and it's him and this little asshole is going to get away with this and I'm pissed. And this is where I I, I think I, I get mad at the movie, but, you know, then I was thinking about this. Well, the point is for me to feel this. So in that aspect, then they were successful, you know, so then it kind of in a way it kind of makes for a a good movie because their whole point is you, you want to be, you're pissed off. You need this little asshole to die. And now everyone's dead and he's going to get away with it. And who knows what he does down the road. He's going to keep continue to do this. And and then who knows, who knows the next level, if there is a next level, you know? And so you're, I'm so mad. I'm pissed. And, you know, and, and then there's, there's the one, the one thing that might throw a wrench into this, which is the pencil on the door. How can you explain this? Then he goes out the, the next door bedroom, goes out the window. I almost thought that how they were going to get him back was, you know, he kept knocking down Christmas stuff, you know, the, 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 the deers and stuff. I thought he was going to fall off the roof. And one of the cords would wrap around his neck and kill him. And I would have been good with that. You know, that would have been like, yes, you know, justice is served, you know. No, he got into his room. Mom and dad got home from their party. Um, You know, he's in his bedroom and then he can hear, you know, hear them screaming and yelling and all this other shit. You know, police are called um, and, uh, you know. We have a scene of um, the dad talking with the cops. Mom is on the bed with him and, and, and she's cuddling him, right? Like he was mentioning to Ashley earlier. So, um, you know, he's, he, he's smiling. I've gotten away with this, you know? And then we hear someone, I don't know if this was like a paramedic say, you know, Hey, one of them is still alive. And so we, we get this. We get the person being rolled out in a, um, what is that thing called a gurney? I don't know what that, I, is it a gurney? Yeah. Yeah. It's a gurney, a gurney. And, and he, you know, he looks out his window and he sees that it's Ashley and he's freaked out. Right. Because holy shit, she's alive now, you know, she's, you know, and I love this part though, when she basically flips him off, that was kind of, you know, I liked that it was fitting, but I wanted more, man. I wanted this little asshole to die. And when I said something to you last night, you were like, "Well, you know, he's didn't get away with it." And I'm like, "Well,
0: maybe." Nah, see, he loses. Um, so I think, uh, so just just at face value, there's a variable he didn't account for, and that was actually actually being dead. So right there, he's already lost. And how
1: did he, did they say that they she
0: put? I think she had, she had duct tape and put
1: it on the hole or something. I think she probably
0: had like an arm free and then she was able to grab duct tape, which uh, we haven't talked about it, but Luke has been joking around the entire movie that there's been like a thousand uses for duct tape, right? So she used it as like, you know, like kind of like a tourniquet, like or like a band-aid just to like stop it from to stop the bleeding, yeah. to slow the bleeding. Right. Yeah. Because um, she obviously was still bleeding. We see a giant pool of blood um, as he's cleaning up or, you know, like putting all the places, yeah. pieces yeah. Of where they need to be um so we just assumed she dead because she makes like a gurgling sound we see blood later so we just assumed he won and then the movie kind of plays into like is he going to get away with it with like the the the, you know the christmas lights and stuff him having to do with the pencil and then him you know like forgetting pieces and he's running out of time it's like well we don't care if he gets caught we want him to get caught <laughs> so it's funny how the movie's just kind of like Wrapping up the tension because this is not one of those scenes where we want him to get away with it. We we want him to actually get caught, but then he you know he essentially does. um But then there's that wrinkle with Ashley, and so yeah, he loses because Ashley is actually still alive, and now she just needs to stay alive long enough to blow the beans on him. Now, so he he loses through that simple fact that she's alive and he thought she was dead. That's all you need to know that he lost. Now. What's actually happening here is if they so choose, they have a sequel where they immediately pick up right uh, as he finds out she's alive and asks his mom whether or not she can go to the hospital. They can go to the yeah. hospital. And then the, that movie is how does he get to the hospital and stop Ashley, right? Or how, when he's at the hospital, how, how does he stop her from talking? Um, so it's obviously sequel bait too, but well, just through the simple fact that, you know, there's this piece that was left unplayed and Ashley plays it on him that, at least in my eyes, that's at least check, right? You know, yeah. So I think he loses, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I know I'm, what you're saying, man. I just felt like I was kind of screwed.
0: I, I wanted that little prick yeah, guy. I know. I, know, I wanted I know. him
1: to suffer. I wanted him
0: to suffer. You wanted a 12 year old kid to suffer? <laughs> well, I'm no, I wanted this <laughs> no, this I'm psycho
1: kidding. kid to suffer, man. I yeah, mean, you know, you
0: want his comeuppance because he's been an absolute vile monster the entire time and then you want him to pay like there's obviously yeah. no remorse there's there's nothing there it's not like some breaking bad scenario where there's a chance of redemption right there is no redeeming this kid you want him to face punishment you want him to go through like this like the layers of hell some yes. the entire it just it doesn't happen he essentially gets away scot free but, you know, there's this dangling thread with Ashley where he probably loses, but we don't know. We don't get to see no, it. No, we don't. Because we,
1: we know there's not a sequel. It was 2016. You're not going to do a sequel four or five years later because he's now almost an adult. So you can't do that. You know, you're not going to pull like a Halloween one and two where you make Halloween, you know, in 78 and then Halloween two many years later. And Jamie Lee Curtis is older and her hair doesn't, you know, none of these friggin' things. But you're not going to do that. And so – so I don't know, man, like I said, I, like I said, I, I did like the movie. I, I, you know, it was, it was entertaining. I enjoyed it, but I wanted that little asshole to die. <laughs> yeah. But again, but I, he doesn't die. because I feel so strongly about it, they succeeded in that, 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 that aspect. Right. Yeah. Because I, I felt so much for, you know, so much anger and, and for this kid that it, You know, so they got me,
0: they reeled me in, you know. Yeah, they did get you. It's effective because I, I mean, you know, my language here and my tone here is a little bit different than yours. Obviously, I I wanted him to to get his comeuppance (laughs) too, and it didn't happen. But I'm like, kudos to you, movie. You got me to feel a certain way. And you, I know you're talking about, you're saying that same thing. Um, but I just thought, like, oh yeah, how clever was that to have Ashley be alive and then to get see, I think the comeuppance is the middle finger in a way. Could See, be. Again, it's like this, this piece that she played that he, he didn't expect. And that's kind of what I love. And so he doesn't get away with it scat free. You
1: know, and it but could. It obviously,
0: could. they're playing into like a potential sequel. But I think just the fact that she's alive, she flips him off, she's able to talk. You know, she can explain what happened. So he loses. Do you think that. I think. Do, I think do you think they,
1: that, that that was enough? Okay, because we know the kid is nuts. So, do you think that would have been worse for him, knowing she's alive and that she's gonna, you know, she's gonna talk versus him just dying? Do you think it's almost worse for him, like he won't
0: sleep, he won't? It'll just it'll consume him. Yes, I do think it's worse because we're this whole movie is about him being in control, and now he's not anymore. All right, I guess I feel yeah. a little better about it. I still want, it,
1: I still want him to die, <laughs> I know. It, but but well, I, feel better, it. I feel a little better about it now.
0: Well, because the movie, like, basically up until the like last minute, he got away with it. And then the last minute's where he doesn't get away with it, at yeah. least apparently. So, yeah, I get it. I totally get it. And I know that I've seen other movies like this. I haven't seen The Road, but I know The Road's very depressing. So I don't know if that's kind of like this. But I, I have seen movies or TV shows where it seemed like the bad guy got bad guy gets away with it actually i think i'm thinking of like an anime right now fate zero Mm -hmm. where like the bad guy essentially gets away with it that's very depressing too um you know there's definitely works out there where the bad guy kind of gets away with it and you're just left like well that sucks and i forget i think it might have been a movie we've talked about before um or, or maybe we've just talked about like off mic but i have seen movies like that and they're oh, obviously yeah. they're out there They're It's obviously they're not very fun watches and probably something you're never going to watch for a second time. And that's why I was saying, I think earlier, there was a I movie don't... we were going to do on the podcast when we didn't that, that was one of the movies. I think it was like the lodge or something. Oh God, the lodge. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. Yeah. We were going to do that. But that's and... not the movie I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of some other stuff. So yeah, you know, if, if that's the type of movie you don't want to see, there is a little, little silver lining with him, maybe not getting away. It's not that far, or, you know, it's far enough away from like that type of movie for me to like, you know, recommend. Like, I, I, this movie's like kind of like bad for the first 30 minutes because I really do not like him being like an awkward teen and me watching like him trying to get with like a girl five years a senior because obviously she knows that's inappropriate, but he doesn't. And then like the movie then being like almost torture porn for like the last. Mm-hmm. Like hour, so this it's an interesting movie to watch, and I I recommend it based on all the things we've discussed. But a good time this movie isn't generally going to be. So you know, no, it's not. I mean, it's like I said, I, I was entertained.
1: Um yeah, I mean it's you know, like I said, it 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 wears a few different hats.
0: Uh um, yeah, I think you're kinda like expecting this to be like the babysitter, right? It's like the closest analogy. Similar,
1: right? The only the only difference is it's reversed, like in the babysitter, the babysitter's, you know, this and the you know. So um yeah, you know. Um, but I mean, like I said, I I, I did like it, didn't love it don't know if I'd ever watch it again, but I would recommend it to someone I mean it's not a bad movie it's not it's look we we have seen um worse movies you know um so
0: yeah other than that man, I think we hit everything i I don't know if we i don't know did we if you want to feel bad at Christmas time this is the movie for you man <laughs>
1: yes, uh yeah I don't know yeah definitely don't watch it with like you know. Christmas story or um Scrooge or I don't know um Home Alone I think Home Alone's become a Christmas
0: movie Die the, Hard die, die, um,
1: <laughs> Well I mean yeah but Die Hard is Yeah, I mean, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Every
0: Christmas episode of Community. Um, Uh, Yeah, I
1: mean, there's a lot of uh, uh, Christmas care. I mean, all of those, you know, How the Grinch Stole Christmas and uh, Krampus, uh, (laughs) whatever. It's definitely yeah, not a feel good movie. So you know, don't be, um, um, you know, I don't know, I can't think of the word. Oh man! But uh, anyways, I think that's it, man. Yeah, I'm good. I think we've hit on everything on Better Watch Out, so uh, that'll do it for us. Uh, Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, Stay safe out there, and uh, I guess if we don't talk to you before then, have a Merry Christmas, right? Happy holidays. Have a nice New Year, guys. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you tell everyone about our Ear for Fear podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Ear for Fear. You can also check out our website, earforfear.com. There you can keep up to date on news, events, and episodes. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. We hope you come back and get an
0: earful.